Hello, I'm Marilyn and welcome to Lead Your Day. This is the place for down-to-earth conversations with fascinating people from all over the globe, dotted with short inspirational episodes from moi, all with the purpose of helping you be the leader your world is absolutely craving to follow. In a nutshell, my mission is to inspire women to lead. And that starts with leading your day. Welcome to the third part in this mini-series I've called My Big Fat Wake-Up Call. Now, if you happen to be new and this is your very first episode, you might want to go and listen to episode 200 and 203 first, because that'll give you the context for this episode. In those episodes, I tell the story of two of the themes I set for this year, which rather prophetically have turned out, well, not to be goals, but guides. You see, I set the goals back in December and I had no idea. I set them as kind of themes. I had no idea that they would shape this year so much, literally and metaphorically. Okay, so this final theme I'm about to share has has had that same effect. The first one was health first. The second one was my wow, not your wow. And uh, I'm going to reveal this next one in a little bit. So a little bit of background first. I revealed in back in those episodes, 200 and 203, got that, that I was diagnosed with sleep apnea a couple of months ago. Now, it's pretty common. A lot of people have it. uh, But a lot of people have it, but they don't realize they have it. Now, I was really, really sick. I was, I tried so many different things, natural therapies, uh, emotional therapies, what was wrong with me? And I'd resisted getting, because I, I was getting tired, you see, really exhausted, really tired. And uh, all sorts of other things were happening because of the chemical cocktail of cortisol and stress going on in my body. Now, stress didn't, someone asked me about this the other day, and it wasn't, stress didn't cause the sleep apnea. Uh, it's something that I've probably had for a long time. It, it's a little bit inherited. Uh, but I resisted getting tested for quite some years because, well, hey, it couldn't just be that. That sounds too easy. And uh, I, you know, I didn't think I fitted the profile of someone with sleep apnea. <laughs> Little did I know, I've got it. Now, it definitely explains the sheer exhaustion, the feeling of burnout I've had for a really long time. And uh, so this third theme is a thing that I have podcasted about before, but perhaps a little bit more indirectly though. And it fits my third theme for this year, which is flow, don't row. Now, it sounds like some sort of guru spiritual truth, you know, something you see on an Instagram quote, but I just like how it rhymes, to be honest, flow, don't row. Now, this is about having a different operating system for your life. Now there's heaps written and spoken about flow and we can get really spiritual and esoteric about it. And there's this mystical flow state that we can, you know, attain to have and it's related to creativity. And in that book Rise of the Superman, it even even talks about getting into that flow state. But I'm not exactly talking about that in the same context. I'm talking about go with the flow, 
which means to be relaxed and accept a situation rather than trying to alter it or control it. Okay. (laughs) Now, this sounds like the opposite of a lot of the self-help, personal effectiveness teaching, which you know, promotes things like, and you see it all the time in social media and in books, you know, go get it, push, hustle, I'll sleep when I die. And even, well, I guess the Nike slogan of just do it. Now, the funny thing is in my wow archetype profile, it's the peacemakers who are naturally like this. Go with the flow, relaxed, accept the situation rather than trying to alter or control it. Well, those peacemakers who are emotionally a little bit more evolved, a little bit more, uh, I was going to say processed, but that's not quite the the right word, but a little bit, you know, have got that emotional maturity. So I've learned this year to channel my inner peacemaker way more. Now, I don't just mean when I'm stressed, but often as a guide, as a guidepost for what to do next. Now, you've probably heard my canoe analogy before, but I'll tell it again and I'll keep telling again because it really does help explain the operating systems that we, well, that we operate in. And it also explains a little bit why we might be feeling the stress or the burnout or the resistance that we are feeling. Uh, I've even got a little plastic canoe that I have, I'm looking at it right now, sitting by my window that I'll often use on coaching calls to explain these three types. And I've been using this for a while. Uh, I've thought this way for a while, but it was this year that I was, it was almost like I was pinned down by my body and say, you will operate in flow. (laughs) So let me explain the canoe scenario a little bit or the canoe operating system. And it's related to as I said, the operating system, but it's related to our circumstances, how we see our circumstances. So you imagine you're standing on the edge of a very healthy uh, flowing river. It's a beautiful river. There's grass on either side. Uh, It's sun shining, but this river is flowing. And the river represents life, but life with a big L. And the canoe there's a, did I tell you there's a canoe? There's a canoe in the river. We're on the side of the river and there's the canoe. And it's, uh, it's us right now. In fact, actually, I hadn't thought about this, but I had a dream about this when I was in my early 20s about the canoe. And I can remember it was, you know, look, and I'm not usually this way inclined, but I had this very powerful uh, dream. I was going through a really dark night of the soul and I had a dream. I was standing beside the canoe, looking at me in the canoe, and I was looking really sick in the canoe. And it, there was she, there was a sick version of me, emotionally sick, but you know, dark night, dark night of the soul. Marilyn was uh, sitting in the canoe, canoe, and she was looking at me, pleading with me silently with her eyes, get in the, get in the, get in the canoe, or you'll die. <laughs> Anyway, I just thought of that, but it's it's relevant that this scenario has been something that has been coming through in my life, that it's strong message that I want you to hear now. So think about this now. There's three ways of operating and relating to circumstances. So you're standing by the side of the river. The first operating system is resistance, all right, or victim thinking, uh, you know, you, you you can see the canoe there and you're standing there saying, no, I'm not getting in the canoe. It's unsafe. I can't, 
I can't swim, I can't row, well, I can't even see the oars. No, I'm not going to get in there. I don't like what's happening. And you you know that feeling of you, you're being drawn to do something, but it's like, no, it's too scary. I'm tossed about by the circumstances and we're in resistance. And it's it's harshly called the victim mentality, but it is. And uh, I need to say too that these operating systems, you're not in one of them. I'm going to talk about three of them. You're not in one of them 100% of the time. We are in and out of all three systems. We are in and out of all three operating systems. What this year has taught me is to recognize that, that there were parts of my life where I was operating in one of them and not the other. Okay, so back to the three levels. First level is resistance or victim mode. You won't get in the canoe. You're tossed about by the circumstances. And 90% of the planet is probably operating here now. And it's what makes the news and the media, what makes the money. It's, it's fear-driven. Now, the second operating system is uh, what I call hustle. And it's also very reactive, but in a different way. Instead of saying, I don't want to jump into that canoe, I don't want to move on with my life, I'm resistant, I'm fear. It's saying, right, I don't care what the circumstances are. I'm going to change the circumstances by working hard or metaphorically rowing upstream. It's also a form of resistance. I don't like my circumstances, so damn it, I'm going to change them and I'm going to row upstream. And it's the basis of much of the self-help mindset and marketing industries. There's a very masculine response, which is okay, but when it's out of balance, uh, you know, it's, it's not healthy. The only creature who really flows upstream is in cartoons when <laughs> they're trying not to go over a, a waterfall or the salmon. And the salmon, you know, they, they swim upstream and then they basically spawn and die. We're meant to go downstream. We really are meant to go downstream. It's why water flows in one direction. So the third operating system is ta-da, flow. This is where we go with the flow. I will flow with the circumstances. I will be much more stable in this situation. You're in the canoe and you are flowing, all right? Literally, metaphorically, but literally flowing. It's not some zen, um, you know, meditative state that I'm talking about here. It's literally imagine jumping into a canoe uh, and flowing in the direction of the water. And it has approach of, well, it's not a lazy form. It's, it's sometimes hard to describe, but it's a mindset of I'll do the work rather than I'll work hard. That's subtle difference. And there's a lot of trust involved in the outcome. It's more intuitive. It's less stressed. Oh, and by the way, if you're in flow, you will still use your oars, not to... Uh, turn around and try and go upstream, which is a lot of effort and hustle, but to make sure we don't get damaged by those rocks and floating logs because, hey, life is messy and there are rocks and there are uh, rips in the in the water and eddies and floating logs and all sorts of things. But we do need those oars to get us on, you know, to keep us in that flow state. So those are the three operating systems resistance or victim, hustle and flow.
There is actually a fourth level, which I'm not going to cover in this episode. We'll talk about that another time. And that is the wow maker. All right. So how does all this relate to uh, my big wake up call? Well, I said my body couldn't relax because it wasn't getting into deep sleep. So I had a whole cocktail of hormones and stress and cortisol going around. It was very hard for me to flow. And yeah, if you're in that place, physiologically, go get yourself checked out. And I'm not saying you've got sleep apnea. I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying that. But there's some cause for why you can't get into that that state. Okay, I couldn't relax. I wasn't getting into deep sleep because my brain and lung connection wasn't, you know, wasn't functioning. Uh, now that is fixed with a breathing machine, so it it basically tells my body to, you know, keep breathing when it stops. Now I need to actually say this isn't about. Uh, let's call it blind faith. This isn't about, oh, I just need to relax and accept the situation that I'm sick. I definitely took action. I definitely took action. It wasn't flowing up the stream, but I definitely got those oars out. All right. Now the wake up call was probably more a reminder call of just how important relaxation is, how important deep sleep is, how important sleep is, rest, downtime, which we all know in theory. (laughs) Now, what I believe my body was saying was, where in my life am I not flowing? Where am I efforting? Where am I hustling? Where am I in victim mode? Which was so easy to do during lockdown, wasn't it? During this pandemic that we're still in. And where am I resisting? Now, I'm the kind of personality who is really good at bypassing what my body said. Heck, I was trained that way. You get the work done, you meet the deadline, and you put work first before fun. But at what expense over the long haul? Now, I believe, and a lot of people believe, that we are moving into an age where the feminine is coming into balance with the masculine. It's not about women. No, we don't need men. It's not about male or female. It's about feminine versus masculine energy. And masculine energy has dominated for centuries, probably millennia. We're going into an age, they say, that the feminine will 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 rise up and bring that balance back. And we're seeing that in on the world stage. We're seeing that in war. We're seeing that in, in uh, government and politics. And old masculine energy rowing operating systems, especially that are where they're dominant, aren't working anymore. See, flow is a more feminine state. It's not womanly. It's not female. Okay. Both men and female can have both this flow state or the hustle state or the resistance state. It's relevant for all. So that means in my life that I'm tuning into my body a lot more. And when I'm feeling like I've turned around and started rowing again, I'll stop. Oh, I get it perfect all the time. Definitely not. And so the phrase flow don't row also helps guide me. But it's allowing me also to put into practice of trusting the unknown, which I'm not naturally that good at. I'm a make it happen person. So I can definitely be clear on what I want, but not always on the when and the how. And to trust, go with the flow rather than resist what was happening to me. Now, being sick meant that I was basically absent from my business for a while. In fact, I didn't even send an email for nearly three, four months. 
and I haven't launched or opened my Lead Your World course in over five months. That's scary. Now, yes, I definitely showed up for existing clients. They would never have known I was sick. But behind the scenes, I was practicing flowing, healing, <laughs> literally resting, but also emotionally resting. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? I have to trust that it's all going to be okay. I literally had to flow, not row. Oh, and wow, does that feel scarily amazing. Oh. So flow, don't row. What operating system are you operating right now? And in what circumstances? Perhaps there's one part of your business where you're playing victim mode, thinking victim mode. There might be something else where you're in hustle mode. And where are you in flow mode? Have a think about that. Now, before you go, I would love you to give me a review on iTunes because we all know that the more reviews we get, the more the you know podcast gods out there will share this podcast with people and push it in front of people's you know, eyeballs. And we want as many women encouraged and confident and brave as we can. So without hustling, just flowing, I'd love you to go and do a, do a review. And I'm going to throw in a little benefit for a few weeks. If you do a review, take a screenshot of the review and email it to info, that's I-N-F-O at Marilyn.com. And that's Marilyn, M-E-R-I-L-Y-N.com, not Marilyn. I'm not Marilyn Monroe. It's info at Marilyn.com. And I'll draw one out a week for a little coaching call with me. How about that? <laughs> we can chat about anything. Uh, so thanks for listening. I'll look forward to seeing those reviews and I'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.